The America's National Parks Podcast is brought to you by L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean is a proud partner of the National Park Foundation. L.L. Bean and NPF share a belief that every community should have the opportunity and resources to experience the joy of the outdoors together. Through this partnership, they're not only helping people find their parks, they're helping protect, restore, and improve parks across the U.S. If it's outside, L.L. Bean is all in. Be an outsider with L.L. Bean. Welcome to this month's News from the Parks episode of the America's National Parks podcast, where we round up for you the latest info about happenings at America's greatest treasures. I'm Jason Epperson. As busy as you might have heard the national parks were in 2020, visitation was down by nearly one-third, largely due to temporary park closures and restrictions implemented in response to the coronavirus pandemic. The visitor statistics have been released for last year, and overall, national parks saw about 30% fewer visitors. But that doesn't mean that the parks weren't busy once they reopened. 66 of the 423 parks of the national park system were fully closed for two months or more, accounting for much of the drop. The majority of parks, though, particularly those with outdoor spaces, remained accessible to the public. Just a handful of historic and cultural parks, primarily historic homes with limited indoor space, remained closed. Although overall visitation dropped, 15 parks experienced record crowds, and for the first time, Blue Ridge Parkway claimed the title of most visited site in the national park system, besting Golden Gate Recreation Area, which has held the title for the past several years. Great Smoky Mountains maintained its position as the most visited capital N, capital P National Park, a spot that it has held since 1944. Grand Canyon dropped from the second most visited national park, a position it held for 30 years, to the sixth. Yellowstone, in turn, moved from sixth to second. Overall, there were over 237 million visits to national parks and over 8 million overnight stays last year. We've closely been following the unfolding drama over national park filming rules. First, as major YouTubers were fined for commercial filming last summer, and then as an independent filmmaker convinced a federal judge for a period of several weeks, there were no rules about filming in parks. But now the Park Service has come up with temporary guidelines until permanent ones can be put in place. The Park Service will no longer distinguish among different types of filming, like commercial, non-commercial, or news gathering. Low-impact filming activities in areas open to the public may occur without any advance notice to the National Park Service or the need to obtain a permit. The guidance defines low-impact as outdoor filming activities in areas open to the public consisting of groups of five persons or fewer and involving equipment that will be carried at all times, except for small tripods used to hold cameras. Filming without a permit is prohibited in areas managed as wilderness or in areas that are closed to the public. Here's the rub. About half of national park land is designated federal wilderness. Does that mean you can't strap a GoPro to your head and hike in a wilderness area? This seems to be a poorly thought out portion of the rules, one that will hopefully be ironed out as the rules are finalized. All activities in park areas, including filming, must comply, of course, with all visitor use regulations, including those prohibiting resource damage, protecting wildlife, or mitigating audio disturbances. And there's no change to national park drone restrictions. 
The National Park Service has released a new unified mobile app that combines the info for all the units in the system. Previously, different parks and different groups of parks had their own individual apps of varying qualities, about 30 of them. The new National Park Service app brings you vital information like visitor center hours, entrance fees, parking tips, park maps, trail and hiking info, virtual guided tours, points of interest, and more. By downloading information for individual parks in advance, the app is also usable offline, so you don't need to worry about being without cell service in the backcountry. The free National Park Service app is available for iOS and Android devices, and although the app is officially available for download, the Park Service says that the details may not be complete for every park just yet as they work to fill out all the info. Visitation to Isle Royal National Park was severely limited in 2020 due to the pandemic, but now that park has announced plans to open for visitation this summer and for the tour boat Ranger 3 to provide limited public passenger service beginning May 25th and concluding September 11th. Park staff will begin processing Ranger 3 reservations on March 1st. Capacity is limited to 50% to provide for social distancing. Finally, Hot Springs National Park will celebrate its 100th anniversary on March 4th. To celebrate, the city of Hot Springs will deliver an official proclamation via horse-drawn carriage declaring March 4th as Hot Springs National Park Day along with a variety of outdoor socially distanced activities to take place within the park. Congress created Hot Springs Reservation to preserve the thermal springs for public use and enjoyment back in 1832, 84 years before the creation of the National Park Service itself, making it among the oldest federally protected sites. Congress changed the name from Hot Springs Reservation to Hot Springs National Park on March 4, 1921, making Hot Springs the 18th national park in the country. The thermal springs in Hot Springs National Park were the first and continue to be the only federally controlled hot springs in the United States to be managed for both public health and consumptive use. Nearly 1.5 million visitors each year have the opportunity to fill their vessels with thermal spring water hike the trails in the park, walk along Bathhouse Row, imagine the heyday of the American spa, and enjoy the best that Hot Springs has to offer. In the last 100 years, Hot Springs National Park has been a refuge and a place of healing for all those who have come to seek relief. The American spa, as Hot Springs has been known, continues to be a place for all Americans to come and enjoy the 4,400-year-old thermal spring water that emerges from 47 springs at the base of Hot Springs Mountain. Everyone from jazz musicians, civil rights leaders, baseball players, former presidents, veterans of war, and more have come to heal at the hot springs in this last century. That's it for this News from the Parks episode. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group, now 80,000 members strong. For more great American destinations, listen to the See America podcast. And if you're interested in RV travel, give us a listen over at the RV Miles podcast. You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys all over social media as our wandering family. Today's show was sponsored by L.L. Bean. Follow the hashtag BeAnOutsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring. 
the national parks. <laughs>